Yeah, we just have to start talking about something and just in editing, just start it and eventually say the name of the podcast. <laughs> awesome. Welcome to the Super Salty Podcast featuring myself, Neelash. And me, Maxwell. I just gestured to him to talk from over the sea. Technology. It's the magic, uh, you know, we have wet uh, internet cameras, and so this is how we can do that. It's we're doing really FaceTimes, but instead of with phones, we're using giant brick computers and big monitors and many, many cables. I'm now, uh, I just turned 27, I'm an old man, and that means I'm sort of resistant to change. So touchscreen devices, uh, I haven't, I don't really know what they are, so I'm just sort of sticking with the desktop. Okay. Do you ever touch yeah. the desktop screen? Uh, yeah, it, it's you, not you responsive, but man. I like the texture. <laughs> old people are constantly <laughs> touching screens that they shouldn't touch. Like, pointing at things. Like, what's that? Oh, let me just smear my old grease across the entire thing. I think, ironically, like, young kids are known to, uh, you know, they're, they're oh, the ones associated Lord. with the touchpads, right? But I feel like that's the easier one to use. Because you see, like, an app and you, like, poke it. You This one, open now, poke and that's the one that opens it's so easy we're a gaming podcast but we'll get there never take a child to a fucking museum or, or oh, anywhere like there is there used there was a robotics like expedition i think i don't know mm -hmm. they featured robotics at the uh the science museum of london and the yes. kids were just smacking these robots because some of them are supposed <laughs> to be interactive these kids are just like forcefully hitting it everywhere trying to get to respond they don't care what they're trying to do they just want it to do something it's like the uh what's the family that harry potter lived with the dursleys Dur yeah the dursleys it's like their kid oh, and how it I just starts that. smacking the glass it's like snake do something do something <laughs> snake these kids are just <laughs> these smacking these like tens of thousands of pounds dollars whatever robots just hitting them just dance for me monkey them. dance oh man yeah today we're going to talk about death stranding death stranding norman Reedus delivery simulator do you know what i realized it's it's a game where you play a delivery boy set in the future this yeah. game is futurama Oh my god. And like, yeah, there are other characters yeah. in there that are also delivery people. And I'm just like, this is Futurama. And I'm not just saying it because I only recently just watched season 9 of Futurama. When I'm playing this game and one of the, the female uh, supportive roles in the game gets an eye cut out and she only has one eye left, I'm going to call you immediately. Yep. Because that's Leela. I, th I don't know where to start with this like game. Like... There's so much stuff. It's not out, obviously. We're recording this just after the release date trailers come out. So we know it's going to come out on the 8th of November 2019. We know that it's a game. We know it's for PS4. We know it's made by Hideo Kojima and Kojima Productions. Apart from that, everything else is like super up for interpretation. And, and this is sort of like post... I mean, is this... What I forget, is there any link to PT at all? Was this no. supposed... Was PT going to be this? or what? I don't even know. I'm, a PT was supposed to be Silent Hills, which is a reboot of Silent Hills. But, like, right. okay. I still have PT on my PS4. I can never get rid of my Whoa. PS4. The fact that I have software on the PS4 that I'm not willing to remove means I can't actually sell the PS4. Because you have to format... Uh, you have to format... Basically take all software off when you sell these things. So I can't eBay it. I can't... It's I can't I don't even think I can Facebook it. I'd have to like sell it like really privately or something. But to be honest, I'm probably just gonna keep it forever because it's a white PS4 and it's got PT on it. Um, it's not. I also have a white PS4. White PS4 boys. White PS4 boys. Yeah. Look at it's a good one. It's the Destiny edition. It's right? the I've got the Destiny edition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. Um, it, was, it was my friend's, but um, it's not his now. It's mine. Life's good. Is he dead? So, Death Stranding uh, is... <laughs> Death Stranding is a game where you play a delivery boy, and I have a theory that it's all basically a very dark version of Futurama. But the character is Norman Reedus, who was supposed to be in Silent Hills, but uh, Konami put Kojima in the 
doghouse or whatever or something something japanese happened that something messed me up man japanese and businessy happened where they, they were didn't fed let up him accept him. an award at the game awards or it's something. all like, it's that all was bad pretty strange and they take his name off places where they probably shouldn't but then again this is japan where they have no morals in terms of credit <laughs> and work and life accomplishments and it just gets fucking yanked from you it's a different world and that's, yeah, i, I don't know but like i'm really happy that like he's found a new place and he has a studio full of people from all over the world so there's people i don't know how they communicate there it's just it's just like people Japanese. from every corner from of the world who don't speak the same language so i don't know if they hire like a whole roster of uh interpreters is that what That's they call question. translator? I don't know how they communicate, but it's fucking working because the game looks great. So it's a game run on the Decima engine, which is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn's engine, and the company who made Horizon Zero Dawn, which sp- slips my mind right now, actually gave Kojima this engine. They just gave it to him on a memory stick. They were like, we'd love it if you made your game with our engine. And the dude was like blown away. And it looks incredible. I played, uh, I, I completed Horizon Zero Dawn. Not 100% because I don't do that. Uh, I just go to the credits, uh, maybe enjoy some side things along the way. What a great feeling game. I loved being Aloy in Horizon Zero Dawn. So I'm like, I'm happy to see this. Also, I've been thinking about this too. How long have we been seeing trailers for Death Stranding? I have never consumed more trailers for like literally anything. I made I thing. made you watch them all just for this, but like there's so well, there's yeah. a lot there's a lot, and what I've learned is that they're not in they're in reverse chronicle order. Supposedly, it's a theory that like the that first the one we saw, the first one we saw was the t- takes place later on in the game, and the last one we saw takes place near the beginning of the game, which kind of makes sense, but I just don't know. There's just so much abstract stuff. Let's. Stop like bum licking Kono- uh, not Konami Kojima. What a mistake to make! <laughs> and like, <laughs> just just think about like the story of the game. Like, it's the, a dude called Sam, which is Norman Reedus, and yeah. he is a porter and he works for the Bridges Company. And a girl in a trailer calls him Sam Porter Bridges, and everyone thought that was his name. It might be his name. It's very Kojima to give someone the name of the their job role and company that they work for which is just strange but it could That's be true. but it could also just be it's set in the future maybe people just talk, talk differently and fragile the character that says that apparently her name is fragile we'll get to like these weird names later calls him sam porter bridges when his name's Sam and he is a porter and he works for the Bridges Company. I the theory know. I heard about that that resonated resonated. It made sense to me was was that maybe there was some sort of a memory loss kind of situation, and the company more or less owns it. So that's just they just yeah. This is your name. You're named after the company you work for. Yeah, maybe because a lot of people theorize. I don't, I don't see. I can't see the evidence that he has amnesia or whatever but who who the hell knows i want to talk about like the gameplay and like Mm -hmm. let's start off like who you play as like what you do in the game as time has gone on very recently we saw like real gameplay and i think a lot of people worry that it's like a third person walking simulator which kind of looks like there's a lot of traversing and I hope they make it interesting. There's vehicles, but I don't think you'll spend long on the vehicles, if I'm really honest. Um, sure. And yeah. there's... Seems to make noise, and making noise seems to be pretty pretty not good in the context of it. At least what they're showing us in the trailer. Also, the trailer in like implies that you do a shit ton of walking because your, your feet fall apart. I, f- I find that excruciating to look at. I, I, cannot, I can't deal with it. One, I can't... I find it difficult to see, like humans suffer if it was my toenail i'd probably be okay with it i don't understand why but whenever i see someone else doing something incredibly painful or something i i kind of can't look at it also i can't look at feet feet are gross (laughs) yeah feet are just kind of so you've taken like something about it they're covered up so often gore and and feet and put them together and i'm like 
But yeah. Yeah, dude dude takes his his fucking toenail comes off. Does he wear God. socks? Like what how I remember. How, how are your feet that fucked? I'll, I'll say I was just visiting my brother. Uh, he was he's in military basic training, and we I went, went to visit him last weekend. Uh, first time I'd seen him. He uh, he was in he was in there for a good two months, middle of March. His feet it reminded me a lot of his. Not as bad as Norman Reedus's Norman Fetus, um, but Sam's feet were pretty fucked. And I think it was more or less a testament to the you know the the, the corner cutting of the manufacturers of his boots, which you know heck it maybe. Maybe there's something there. With the, yeah, I, I that's training. Maybe he's just got shitty boots because he's a worker bee. Who knows? But uh, yeah, you've, that you've, happens. You've never felt disappointment like when your shoes actually cut your feet, which has happened to me once, yeah. and yeah. I just had to keep going because I'm not going to take them off. I'm not. I'm not homeless. But yeah, what, I just, you know, as a gross. person who doesn't run marathons, you would be surprised how often runners like their toenails fall off that's, that's disgusting it's a, th- a thing my, yeah, both of my parents were like marathon runners at, at different points and that happened to both of them it's like normal if you just run a ton or just walk a ton your toenails just go no bye and uh that's what happens i think we should change subject because it's it's so gross yeah sure but I like think we covered it though you, so it's fine, i think we you know? triple covered it <laughs> we'll seal the file the and, toenails uh, sort of the gore on. the feet mm-hmm, falling mm-hmm. apart you use different tools to traverse <laughs> the environment like i think we should probably like come head on with this there's a lot of people who have seen this and think it's boring sure because you seem to just be walking around a lot and it's like charming for a first few seconds that you have like little robots that are also carrying giant boxes it's also like a little bit comedic that this dude is carrying like a crate that's like twice the size of him and then briefcases and he's got these little droids that are carrying boxes too and it's an interesting game mechanic that i don't think i've seen before that you can use a ladder and like lay it in the environment and it does it's not like loose physics it's like it sticks to where you put it and then it falls and it sticks to whatever it felt falls on and then you can climb it and you can use it as a little bridge and it's interesting but it kind of just feels like a tech demo and I think I would be okay with playing this. I sometimes like a calm game. Like I like booting up GTA and just driving sometimes. And without That's my favorite part of that game, without sure. without trying to do something. If this game is a bit like that, like it, he's not like completely unable. He can clearly run up like a very near vertical slope of a mountain or something. If the game is like a lot of traversal, I can sort of see a problem. But a lot of people think it looks boring. You know, and and again, I mean, it's just it's a trailer. They're trying not to completely show their cards. Hmm. So it's like, what big, gigantic, exciting things are just kind of like not visible in the slightest? Plenty of them, I'm sure. So this combat... It's, it's hard to piece together. There was, like, hand-to-hand yeah. combat, and also one trailer somewhere who takes out, like, an unfoldable gun. He also has, like, a, a mech suit. I can't recall how much of the footage he has a mech suit, but I know there are mech suits in this game. Also... The tech in this game is very interesting. Probably yeah. the thing I'm most interested in. He has this, just, like, bracelet you know. that glows, and other characters seem to have it too, and... Guy calls that, it a Fitbit. There's a flappy thing oh yeah we watched it we watched uh we should credit him if you can pull up the name of yes his. he has a really funny name it's like mega kill bastard or something <laughs> we, he did a really good like <laughs> analysis of all the trailers and it really helped us but i've also gone through the reddit because there's stuff that he didn't know and like the BTs, and they keep mentioning BTs. This is a post-apocalyptic game where we just don't know what's happened, but we know that America's in just pieces. And instead of I was very it... close, by the way. His name, yeah, was Mega it? Destroy Bastard. Dude, d- dude, like, is he so <laughs> thorough, so thorough, and I was really impressed. And I went to the Death Stranding Reddit and I looked through as many things as I could read, and. I think he's sort of hitting the money with a lot of points. Um, I think there are some points that he hasn't made. The It's a post-apocalyptic game where America's fallen apart, and instead of calling it the United States of America, um, 
they call it the UCA, United Cities of America. Mm-hmm. And I assume that... Says that on the Bridges logo, or like that little... Yeah, I think I that implies yeah. that, like, basically, the only people that are left are, like, in cities uh, that are very far away from each other. And I think it's a case of, like, everyone's separated and unconnected. Don't... I assume they don't have internet. I don't know if, like, internet is a big point in here, like... They're talking about laying cables down and connecting people up again. It sounds like internet, but I have like a sort of a different theory, which I don't think is great, but it's just a different theory. We should probably get into the enemies, I guess. Like the enemies. Oh yeah, they're pretty cool. Are called. I've got it written here somewhere. Oh, fuck. Uh, ch- chirals or something. Yeah, they're called chirals, and the oil-like substance that's involved with them is called chirelium. And yes. Let's true. talk about the, the word chiral for a second. It means hand in Egyptian. And chirality, chirality, I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. amazed I remembered that. A, a chirality is describing objects' reflections. So, like, the reflection of your hand, if you have your palms facing you, your, your left hand and right hand, it, it, it's like holding one of your hands to a mirror. But if you slide one hand over the other, they don't match up outline-wise in terms of, like, a circle and a reflection of a circle are the exact yeah, same you're shape. You're double-thumbing. That's not, that's not good. Yeah, exactly. But, like, there are objects that don't have that symmetry, so when you reflect them, they're not the same object anymore. And, like, obviously hands, which is the word chiral in Egyptian, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the chirals, they have hands for feet it seems they walk with hand handprints and this chirelium is like an oil and i wonder is like is the molecule of this chirelium basically the mirror image of oil like oh that's an interesting thought i i don't know that i don't know if the molecule of oil if you mirror that if that's a different substance i don't what i don't think me, so. like really interested about the, how the substance behaves is is when uh uh, Sam drops that photo of him and his wife and the president on the ground in mm. in the oil, and it just doesn't react. Yeah, it's like on top of it, untouched, clean, basically. Like, very strange. What like was it, that? It steps on it, but it doesn't have a physical effect on anything but the ground. So I I don't. It's hard to like get it out of me. Like I think this game yeah. is like really trying to point towards global warming which everyone has said but i think it's trying to say in a really different way like in the future we have taken so much from the earth that maybe we have awoke something supernatural like the word supernatural is used in the death stranding uh descriptions so now we've got these these oil monsters i keep calling them oily boys (laughs) Because I think good. it's funny. So, like, the, the dangers in the world are, like, futuristic bandits that are looking for your suitcase or whatever that you're carrying. And yeah, there are these super... Little oilymans, little slickmans. There are these yeah. supernatural terrorist groups. And I was looking into this a fair amount. And your, your mega death person, mega destroy bastard, pointed out that, like, the <laughs> Troy Baker character, um, he has a gold mask. And he starts talking about Egyptians. I, I didn't really understand why, but it's because, like, the undergarment of his suit is, like, horizontal stripes, like a pharaoh's hat. And he also looks to have, like, a pharaoh logo on his sleeve. And yes. all this is really interesting. So, the gold... The other big linkage, too, I noticed, or and he, he pointed out, obviously, too, that big thing that he seems to summon mm-hmm. is, like, licking its paws like a cat. Yeah. So, Egyptians inherently linked to you know the, worshiping the, the the sphinx cat kind of. The, it's shit. like a giant oil lion, <laughs> the oilian, mm-hmm. if you will. <laughs> and he he takes his gold mask off, and it's clearly a device. Like it has electricity running through it, and he summons the oily boys and the oilian, the oil lion, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he has the ability to summon these oil creatures and control them and. The trailer refers to people who can do this as homo demons, 
but it's like demon spell as in d-e-m-e-n like the beginning of dementia so instead of homo sapiens Ooh. it's like homo demons so it could be madmen is what i think some people are like loosely translating to because homo means man and demon means something about the minds oh. so it's just a really weird way to call them madmen um but I mean, yeah you know this this definitely screams uh dimensions uh so maybe there's something there i think slightly i think there's absolutely something there they when they die they apparently so we've got this corner of the story and i think it's because the it would be cool if like in this post-apocalyptic world where these cities are completely separated and not talking to each other anymore that there are factions that believe that all this is down to this ancient religion like the egyptian stuff which is why this specific like troy baker character and his dude have like these sort of gold artifacts and they can summon the oil oily boys in a sort of in a form that maybe they are perceiving and maybe there's like another city where they perceive it to be something else and maybe the madmen or homo demons there can summon them in a different form but like there's this corner that's looking at egypt very clearly like i'm pretty sure it's fair to confirm that this egypt expired uh and egypt too many parallels for it to not yeah i mean chiral chiral means hand in egyptian and the monsters leave handprints and there's this dude who is using gold and has egyptian patterns on him but there's also like hades they refer to this other dimension that you go to when you die as hades and you look at what's happening there and it's like war Unless Hades is a person, which, you know, he was. Well, well he, he is in Greek mythology. I'm correct about that, right? Right, right. And, like, Hades is also hell. So I think you go to Hades, and Hades mm-hmm. is, like, some sort of manifestation of, like, war. And it seems to be... I think the Reddit thinks that it's both the Vietnam War, so World War One. Is that... No. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm tired. It's yeah, like Vietnam War is its own thing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Like, no, You're but good. there was there was some Viet. Reddit thinks that there's wars. some Viet- <laughs> Vietnam soldiers there, and also things from World War One, which was about oil, and World War Two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think it's about maybe there's like a conscious thing in the earth that understands that we've been trying to get this resource and the cost that we've gone to as a civilization, well, as a species, to try and get this very finite, stupid resource instead of listening to Elon Musk and harvesting from the sun. (laughs) So, like, In in a weird way, what if this is the Earth punishing us for taking and taking and killing each other and continuously taking, and it's punishing us with the mirror image of what we wanted, which is this chirelium, which is maybe a different form of oil that is supernatural, because it, it like, I don't know, it it is clearly an oil-like substance, but it's the root of this supernatural occurrence. Sure. I mean, say what you want about M. Night Shyamalan, but the concept of the happening, I always thought was really interesting. People on the earth fucking it up for a long time. Sorry for the cursing. It's just going to cause some problems. That's post, not going to cause a problem. It's episode one. Right? It's our fucking but, podcast. Um, <laughs> it's our po- YouTube is not yours. You can't have it. Stop, give it back. Uh, the, the concept that the earth can go, hey, uh, no, don't like your attack. That I kind of like that. The plants giving us bad air that makes us be uh, bad. I kind of like that. And so there's something if that's about, the angle I'm in. I'm in with that. And the rain, they call it timefall. And what happens is that if this rain touches you, you age. And like, there's a scene where the crows are flying and the rain starts falling, and they basically just drop to the ground and start like rotting. And also, the rain is making plants like die and then regrow. So it's like fast forwarding, like decay and growth. Was there a was there a bit of uh, visuals of the oil itself also being sort of fertilizer I think material so. for the plants too? I, I don't think know. There was. I think it, like so. There's something about like the 
Kyrelium and this rain uh, time fall that has a, a, an environmental impact on biological things and it like speeds up the decay of anything alive and speeds up the new birth of things that are supposed to come mm-hmm. so it it does sound like a supernatural force that is trying to get rid of us and heal the earth i dig it i don't it's it's i did not expect to be so interested in it especially when i was um just today sort of refreshing myself and catching up i man i it's been a while since i've sort of really gotten into like a a game with a big story that's complicated and has lots of moving parts sometimes it's just exhausting but this is like i'm in this is really cool actually (laughs) even if it ends up being a walking simulator you know i enjoyed dear esther and that's that was literally a walking sim sort of there is a um sam and other characters can sense the chiral monsters, the oily boys, because they mm-hmm. have something called dooms, which is a the condition. Boilies. I don't really understand what dooms is, but it's a condition that means that you're allergic to chiralium. So in its presence, you 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 tear up and you have uh, just rashes all over your body. So he can sense them. He can't see them. He says very clearly he can't see them. He can sense them. There seems to be different levels of it, too, sort of like, you know, the, the stages of cancer kind of mm. thing, too, where it's like at a certain point, the the boilies can sort of it seems like the higher your dooms level, you know, the better they can see you, I guess. I don't know. We're just extrapolating, but it seemed to be that the- like, like in that scene where the dude uh, uh, shot himself because he knew he was going to get taken. I think he knew another his thing. levels were. uh through the roof like well firstly sam says his level for dooms is extinction level but then says that fragile if her name is fragile apparently it's fragile is clearly like higher up than extinction level i don't know what any of these levels mean we'll have to play the game i don't think we're going to understand it without playing the game but full name fragile baby walker the dude that shoots himself doesn't want to go to Mm -hmm. hades and it's, right. it's been sort of clear in the trailers that, like, if you fail to save yourself from an encounter and you get dragged there, Hades is, like, another world that you have to try and get out of and get back to the real world. So you don't have actual death in this game unless the bandits kill you. I don't know. I don't know. But, like, if the oily boys get you, you go into Hades and you'll be in some sort of upside down ocean type thing sometimes or just this is very much like the stranger things upside down and you appear to have when you come back at least some sort of a mark on you that kind Mm. of it's like a constant reminder throughout the rest of the game that that happened to you similar have you ever played hellblade by chance no hellblade is is fucking sick and uh every time you die in that game you have this thing on your hand on your arm it's called the rot and it's just dark and it makes your skin almost kind of look like crackly like tree bark and every time you die it just crawls up your arm and eventually it gets to your neck and if it you know covers you your head up you 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 have to completely start the game over and so it just gives you this this dread it's so scary towards the end of the game after you've died a few times and things are getting difficult and you there's a higher chance of it I could see something like that happening. The more the more you die in Death Stranding, the more marks you have on you, you know. Yeah, I, I think that's... I like that. That's, that's cool. Like absolutely. a permanent... Yeah. A permanent punishment. These, like, like hand things really tense. These weird handprints awesome. that they get put on you. Really yeah, strange. that's what I'm referring to. Yeah. And I... On the website, it says that, like, it's always best to not kill someone because every death has a consequence. And I think mm-hmm. it's just like telling you, like at one point, it's believed that one of the oily boys has glasses, which is and strange. It looks like Kojima, I think, as well. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> kind but like, of. Yeah, it has like features of a person, and it isn't just some weird oil humanoid thing. So, mm-hmm. if for every per- if you kill people, does that make more oily boys and make the world more dangerous? Ooh, I like you know? it balanced as it should be 
<laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Max saw a movie recently, if you can tell. <laughs> I saw one of those Marvel movies that they have out there. They keep making. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to that later. Yeah, I do want to know. Guys, what there's you a bunch thought. of movies about the Supermans they have. Those really fun movies. I yeah, man, there's so much oh, to unpack we, we, with, this, with we, this shit. We know? haven't even mentioned oh the the freaking incubator babies. They're oh like, yeah, they're oh basically batteries, aren't they? That's how I perceive it. They're batteries. They're like specially designed babies that power. They the... seem weirdly sentient compared to you know the human babies that we know know and love. These yeah, ones like seem to aware. do backflips and look at things. And... Yeah, uh, like these babies, they must be like something maybe they're uh the the new type of human species what they called homo homo demons and maybe they're that and they can power like those the robot arm that is effectively like senses the presence of the oily boys mm-hmm. the, the the robot arm that flashes i don't know what they're called uh let's call them uh flicky flowers <laughs> <laughs> flicky flowers because they kind of look like a flower and they flip around um yeah, that's, that's more Maybe or less the babies I, I like charge that, but I, I've also seen that the bandits in the game do have their flicky flowers and not not a not a pickle jar baby. <laughs> that's true. I I feel like the uh, the main bad guy, the one that you see who appears to be the main guy with the with the gold mask, his his flower, his digital sort of mechanical bear girl's flower. I don't know why I call it that. It looks like it was made by Gerber. See, it looks a little different. Than, uh, yeah, here's this like here's a different one. So clearly, like yeah. all this futuristic Same tech, technology, but different manufacturer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's clear that like there is technical prowess in the cities because he has created like you know his he has a a bodyguard effectively. He has like maybe his own little militia, and they look different to everyone else. Can I just say, there's too many skull masks in this game. A skull mask used to be, like, reserved. You know, there used to be, like, one. Like, right. even the Batman universe has, like, very few people with skull masks. There's Black Mask, there's a black skull for a face. Even the Marvel universe, like, the Red Skull, who has a red skull for a face. But people used to use it, like, really, like, in very small quantities. This game has, like, three, just from the trailers. We got it's too many. We got Troy Baker who has a gold skull mask. We have Die Hard Man, which is the stupidest fucking name I've ever heard, <laughs> with a black skull mask, a carbon fiber skull mask. And there's a dude that is like you see him in it's just like Bruce Willis, a hologram. You see him a hologram mm-hmm. communicating with Sam, basically saying like the Kyrelium levels are too high, and he's wearing a different <laughs> skull mask. Everyone's got goddamn skull masks. The skull mask used to be sacred, man. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's like th- these trailers, I, just the way they're pieced together. And, and this is one of those things. Maybe when you play the game, it just m- actually makes a lot of sense. But they're, you're giving these like little bits and pieces. And it's like, what is symbolic? What is meaningless? Is anything meaningless? Is it all meaningless? How much <laughs> of it has just been made for the sake of trailers and isn't actually in the game? I propose that the first yeah. one... The first, some of the really, really super abstract ones that don't make sense because they flip-flop between different realities and stuff. Maybe, so maybe was, some of them wow. have been like put together to deceive us. Because, you know, like Marvel movies do this all the time with their trailers. They have scenes in the trailers that are literally only made for the sake of the trailer and aren't in the movie and then were never going to be in the movie. I wonder if they're doing mm-hmm. that to any degree. But, like... Yeah. um. Yeah. I hope they're not doing that thing that the movie Quarantine did, where one of the scenes in the trailer was the final shot of the movie. Yeah, that's. It bad. was the ending. Yeah. <laughs> when the when the woman gets dragged away in the darkness. We could do a. She's crawling we could around. Do a whole it was the end of the movie. Spoiler. Episode about how movie trailers suck. <laughs> I'm. I don't like them. I just don't even. Watch I try. Them. I try really hard. I'll just hard be surprised. If they're placed in front of me, sure. Am I seeking them out? I don't have the energy. I mean, we're doing a whole podcast about literally just one game's trailers here. And yeah. it's because it's so confusing and asks, makes us ask so many questions. Can we go through the names to. of these characters? So Sam is the character we're playing. Cliff is the Mads Mikkelsen. I think you said mm-hmm. that the, uh, the Troy Baker character might be like the 
the main villain, but I think Mads Mikkelsen it, probably is the main villain. Oh, that's true. He's is so sinister. Any, uh, he's great. He's so I love him in every movie where he's uh, he's sort of a negative Nancy boy. I love that. <laughs> he's so he's so good at being like I'm afraid of him on a level that I don't understand. <laughs> Not a like oh he's gonna punch me real hard kind of level like much deeper. Guillermo del Toro. His character is called Dead Man. I think some of these names are just so on the on the nose, right? <laughs> And women have been having a problem. And I also, I totally agree. But to be honest, when you see all these names flash before the screen, you get so confused that someone's been called, someone's been called like Die Hard Man and Dead Man, while Matt Mickelson's name is just Cliff, that you forget that like what, what you just saw. But one female character is called Fragile, even though that's clearly the name of a company that she works for. And another character name is called Mama. So... I just think some of these names are so on the nose, and there it's very nicknamey. And Let's... not only nicknamey, they don't seem like. I, I think it's like it's an unspoken thing that everyone understands. Uh, m- most people understand. If you have a nickname, it should be from someone else. If you nickname yourself, come on, that's yeah. some cringe. That's some cringe shit. And these seem like nickname yourself kind of nicknames. But this is, a, I don't know. I don't know the context. Also, doesn't doesn't fragile uh, fragile doesn't isn't she wearing a jumpsuit that says fragile all over it because that's yeah the logo of the because company. it's the name of the company so it's the same with like Sam is called Sam Porter Bridges and fragile is called like fragile's I can't remember the name of the company it's just weird to me know. unless like matter. they just like <laughs> buy you and you become a product the service that I think it's very strange apocalyptic to me. Yeah, I just, I I totally understand like why women are looking at the names of like Fragile and Mama and having a problem with it. And if we remember that Quiet in Metal Gear Solid Five was a pretty shit female character, like oh, way overly sexualized, and you see her from every pornographic angle possible, and she even acts like like eye candy there's even a scene where she's just showering and men are just watching her it's uh, or not to mention like uh, attempted assault on her and things like that it's just a very I just love when i'm playing a game and i'm <sighs> getting immersed in it and then i remember i'm viewing it through the male gaze my fucking favorite i, I don't Great. know man i don't know like, i definitely yeah, think that there's some work to be had there with Kojima and his interpretation of women. I said this on Twitter, and then people started atting me. And honest to God, if there were men, <laughs> they were they weren't women being like, actually, I think he did this character really well. And maybe he has done some female characters really well, like the original boss and stuff. But you know, all female Ghostbusters, the fe- feminists are taking over. Quiet undoes <laughs> all of it. Quiet is just such a. Moving on, Jesus. this game. <laughs> so you walk around, you carry big boxes, you're doing a tightrope with a ladder at one point, carrying a shit ton of boxes. You're probably going really far on foot, your feet fall apart, you meet uh, Fragile. Uh, I can't even begin to pronounce the voice actresses and the mocap actress' name. Uh, Leah Sedu? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I did attempt, even though I said I wasn't gonna. Um, and hey. she. Good. There's magnetism that occurs in this game, like Mads Mikkelsen's character in the Guillermo del Toro trailer, where Guillermo del Toro is like sneaking around in what I assume is Hades, carrying his own uh, jam jar baby or whatever. Right, right. He, and in the cave, Mads Mikkelsen's character is there, and at one point he's like, he's got a compass on him, and it like goes berserk. Because there must be something to do with magnetism here. Also, I think there's teleportation in this game. Because, I was about to yeah. say, there's, there, there seems to be a clear link between things teleporting and electromagnetic magnetic yeah. fields. Like when a fragile suit has those, those like ferrofluid spikes that come yeah. out when, some, some, when she's about to teleport or something's about to teleport or something. Like they clearly are, are, are coming out and retracting in relation to that. Mm. And also so... in relation to the, the... Sorry, we haven't even said like the BTs stand for beach things they don't stand for 
big titties like I thought they would. But Sad. I know. It's funny because I, ju- <laughs> I just had this whole section where I'm just like, yeah, feminism. And now I'm saying something dumb like that. Hey, you know, humor is about subverting expectations. I think we're doing <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> if I hear someone else say subverting expectations, I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm going to kill myself. It's like the thing, a phrase that someone learns and they use it just so much because they've realized if I keep saying this, it's going to make me sound smart. And I'm, oh, yeah. I'm just oh, so... yeah. I throw the word juxtaposition in there. Mix it up like, in a... In a oh, it's like know, when... Yeah. It's the best alt-right people use the word logic a lot and say that they're logical i'm like just <laughs> fuck off anyway back to the game i just feel like well, hey, you know facts don't care about our feelings we must move on <sighs> <clears throat> i think i'm gonna really enjoy playing this game because i really enjoy the the, sure. the level the level of systematic stuff that metal gear solid has and if this game has like the complexity of gameplay like that maybe not fully like that but a a notably visually complex game it's a hudless mm-hmm. game which is why you have your your robot light flower arm blinking around and your bracelet that glows and i i like that it's like dead space with how you can see everything you need to know through isaac's suit and his whatever hologram ui he can pull up on his watch or whatever uh, Such I a like smart that. way to, to show, I don't know, the stats and what's going on without having some shit in the HUD just covering up the environment. It's so smart. I, I think space, I, it looks way. it looks beautiful. Like we haven't even like talked yeah. about it. It looks beautiful. Oh, you said something you started talking about like ferrofluid and magnetism mm-hmm. and early yeah. I started talking about like what if this oil is like a mirror image at, like, of the atomic level of what the molecules of oil is. Uh another thing that your boy we should credit him because he really helped me make this video, this podcast. Yep. Uh, Mega Destroy Bastard kept saying that like the <laughs> rate. <laughs> the name is so good. You I should. You should. Can't. Everyone should YouTube him. Mega Destroy Bastard. Um, he's only got seven point two thousand subscribers, and what? he he's that video has like a million views because he's really good at like looking at something and trying to piece together the puzzle. And, like, the Reddit really helped, like, filling a lot of gaps for me as well. So the Death Stranding of Reddit helps too. Um, I was talking about physical things like the ferrofluid and the magnetism and the oil potentially being, like, a mirror image of regular oil. The Chirelium maybe is, like, the mirror image, maybe alternate reality or something of traditional oil. He pointed out how the rainbows in this game are the wrong order. And, like, usually when you see a rainbow's curve, the red is on the outside, but here the red is on the inside. So, like, what if we fuck the Earth so hard that it's decided that it's going to fuck everything to the, like, atomic level? Man. It, so, like, things go light... wild when instead of Roy G. Biv, you got uh, <laughs> uh, Vibgyor. Well done. I couldn't do that. Yeah. What you just did, did I get that right? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just Vib- impressed. Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> Vibgyor is what well we're dealing done. with in Death Stranding. Uh, yeah, like not only are the the rainbows, uh, and I guess in these are these occur in lens flares too. They seem mm. to in in the, in the game. Uh, they're like inverted rainbows. So you know, sort of a smiley face instead of the normal frowny face shape of a rainbow, mm. where it's you know bottom to top. Well, to you bottom. can see this in real life. Um, you can see the rainbow ring occasionally if you're in the right place yeah because usually when you are seeing mm-hmm. rainbow you're seeing half the ring and it disappears Correct. over the horizon um but yeah it's really strange to see it the colors the wrong way around and it makes me question like has there been like an event that has basically fucked existence and at the atomic level and just keeps changing everything are these supernatural beings from our earth or are they from somewhere else either way there's definitely a connection to like how we've hurt the world and how the world may be fighting back and i don't understand how supernatural oily boys come into it but they clearly do because they're there can i just say the this this the gameplay where you're running through a forest and you come across the floating oily boys and you can sense them, and then you're running away because you can. S- the oily stomp monster is coming at you, and then you drown mm-hmm. because the oily boys are dragging you to Hades. Is terrifying. It's like a nightmare realized. Yeah. 
in the mechanic where you have to stop for a little while to see where they are and then continue and use your memory of where you saw the floating strandy fellas are, mm. that's pretty terrifying. You know what that reminds me of? And I don't know if you'd play this or not. I forget if you're, an, you're a Nintendus fella. But uh, Luigi's Balloon World in, <laughs> in Super Mario Odyssey, there's a mechanic where you have to, like, there's an arrow pointing and it says, like, hey, in 200 feet, there's this balloon you got to find. But once you start running, the arrow disappears. So if you get close and you're like, where the fuck was it? You have to stop for like three or four seconds and let this arrow reappear to show you. So there's this balance between remembering where something is and, and, and using your time wisely. And it's like it was exactly like that That's with really that clever, scene where yeah. he was sneaking through. And like, I thought it was really cool. It's smart. Just know when to let go of the player's hand. Yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because and also, I'm very proud of myself to link Mario Odyssey to Death Stranding so directly. I am amazed. I, I haven't played it, but um, <laughs> I'm awesome. amazed. Yes. Um, I don't know what else to say. I think this yeah, game. Yeah, where do you even go with this? There's so much. Great. There's so much, so many unturned rocks. I think the community has really like plowed through what Kojima's giving us to see. As right. they do, that's the. And I'm making for you. it's my theory that like the oily boys are directly to do with um, oil and maybe a mirror image of oil. The Kyrelium might be a, an, an atomic mirror image of oil. Yep. Maybe that's why they call that's it Kyrelium. That's parallel with the. Um, that, that's parallel with the environmental uh, uh, angle it's, that people say it might have. You know, sentient and knows that as a species we've been waging war over oil. And just destroying ourselves and destroying the planet. And the Chirelium is clearly like it's fuel, like and it can animate dead things and it can create oily boys and it's supernatural. So that's that element of it. I don't really understand how it binds into the rest of the game. But maybe he won't even explain it. Like let's let's face it, he does stuff, he doesn't explain it, but it's a metaphor. <laughs> Yeah, and sometimes that's good. I mean, you hear from authors a lot. It's like they do a thing, and it's weird, and people don't quite get it. And they say, hey, author, what the hell was that? And they say, it's not important what I meant it to be. It's important what you think it is, which I think 99% of the time is bullshit, but I think it has some merit. It's, uh, you know, you want people to wonder. And speaking of, and this is, I think, interesting, what do you think the name Death Stranding is referring to? I, like, where did that name come from? Because that's like, I'm interested in that. There's, well, there's theories, but they, they call it the Death Stranding. Like in the mm -hmm. game, they call the cat cataclysmic event the Death Stranding, and they right. call the I don't know if they call the Oily Boys or the big motherfucking huge. Sorry, everyone's just heard that. It's my mouse telling me I need to recharge. I just got a Windows notification. <laughs> um, I don't know if the the BT sound for beach things, and I don't know mm. if that's referring to the oily boys because the oily boys look like minions made by the 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 big gargantuous oily things, and like the the chiral and how that means hand and how there are hand-shaped objects everywhere like the heads of the giant dudes they they unfold like fingers and there are these little golden flowers that seem to grow where the chirelium has been setting that look like just opening hands the flowers look like opening hands and mm -hmm. it's all very strange and supernatural and it might be a little on the nose but i don't see how it connects to other stuff so hands or like how when you're in Hades and there are floating oily boy bodies, which might be duplicates of yourself because you've died, you keep dying and you keep going there. And how a shadowy animal like goes across the surface and you see that at the end of its tentacles it's got human-like hands. It's just hands everywhere. What does yeah, it mean? Yeah, a lot of <laughs> God, I don't know. I don't know. I have so many questions, God. Uh, I think one interesting theory that I, I had, I think Me Mega Destroyed Bastard, uh, <laughs> I had to really pull that out of the depths of my brain. It's hard to remember. Um, one thing he mentioned, and th there was that scene where um, there were lots of marine life sort of washed up on that beach, which, you know, they're like stranded on the beach. Maybe there was some sort of an ocean drying up event in relation to the Death Stranding. Maybe that's why it was called that. I yeah. thought that sounded pretty interesting. 
Yeah, people don't know if the oceans dried up or if the 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 all the animals have just come to shore. But I I think it's more、mm. animals have come to shore because they still the bridges company still uses the shape of America. So、mm-hmm. if the oceans had dried up, the shape of America would have changed. Also, maybe it like, could be some sort of a you know parab. Uh, a parable sort of reference to the BP oil spill and animals, you know, dying from the oil. Maybe there's there's some sort、oh, of yeah, oil there's, ocean there's, animals leaving the ocean kind of something there. There's absolutely something like that. And also, like what I wanted to say about how I don't think they're talking about connection and building new connections. That Sam's mission is to well, it's not his personal mission. It's what he's been told to do in, in his employment. Under the、mm-hmm. Bridges Company and the White House, I, I guess, is to build connections. Now, it, it makes it sound like they're trying to build a new internet in order to connect all these people. But what if they're actually? He did say laying cables. Cables does imply like electrical. But what what if they're like oil pipes? And the oil、Ooh. pipes are chiralium, and they're using this newfound chiralium that. Has destroyed the world to kickstart a new world. Instead of using oil, they're going to use this. I don't know. It's going to be their、It's、vibranium. Just <laughs> I just watched Black Panther. Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> man, I can see that. That's I don't know. That's the thing with this with this whole Death Stranding everything. Is that you can almost come up with like any kind of theory, and it just there's so many floating details around that you could piece anything together and be like, yeah, I think that's it. I think at this point, like I've said most of the things that are at the top of my head.、Um, sure. Yeah. I'd like to bring it to a close. I would like to ask you, dude. I can't even、yes. tell how long we've been going. There's no time or anything. But I would I, like I to tell、like、you. I feel like it's been just under an hour, is my guess. Just under an hour. That's good. It feels like、yeah. that as well. Sure. By- yeah. My little clock in the corner of my screen. You got a good feel for this. It's confirmed. I want to ask you. Yes. I'll explain to everyone listening that Max hasn't seen all the Marvel movies, but、no. we sat down once and I ordered all the Marvel movies into necessities and a loose order. They should watch them in order to watch Infinity War and Endgame, so that he can catch up with the rest of us cool kids in this century. Snap. Yes. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> yep. See, it's proof that I saw it. And <laughs> and he confirmed. I'm a real fan. Recently watched Endgame. He's gotten there. So Max, tell us、yeah. what Endgame is in in your worldview of someone who has only really gotten into the Marvel movie experience.、Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what it's a what it's about. What I took from it. What do you mean? Yeah. What you、Just、took from it. Just sort of mine. Man, it's. I think Endgame is all about taking all these loose ends, these seemingly separate worlds and instances. Like, okay, for one thing, before like Infinity War, I was not really aware that all these powerful sort of devices, your your um, uh, God, what do you call it? That that blue cube that、uh, Loki really likes, a whole Tesseract. Tesseract. That the. The the pendant from Doctor Strange. I did not realize all these things were like inherently linked. They're Infinity Stones. I just hadn't I hadn't connected that. So it was so cool to just be like, hey, all these separate things. These are these are Infinity Stones. These are inherently related, and they that I don't know that that blows my mind. And so it, <clears throat> it's about bringing these stories together. He got、it's、emotional about, about his voice broke. I did. I did. <laughs> I got a little bit. I almost had a Tom Hanks bubble in my throat. You know what I mean? When you have、yeah. a little layer, of, love that.、Uh, and and I think that also is corroborated by, I you know how Endgame Endgame had like a bunch of endings basically. It it just it was just like a a bunch of loose ends being all tied up, just one after another. It's happening. It's happening again. <laughs> The game ended in Endgame. That's what it's about. Yeah, I think the、it's、story、cool. just ties everything together, and it's great. The huge story arc of like from Iron Man building a robot suit in a cave to Endgame—I won't spoil it—is remarkable and has never been done before. And has, and I don't think anyone else could do it this well. And other people tried, and they're not doing well. Moving、What、on, an unbelievable progression. On an、um, unrelated note, Robert、yeah. Pattinson has been cast as the Batman. 
oh, I fucking forgot about that shit. He like he he actually is, and it's not just a rumor. And I there's petitions, dude. Okay, fuck your petitions, man. Stop making your petitions. I bet I bet before Dark Knight, people were like, "Why the fuck is Heath Ledger like rom com actor going to be the Joker? Are you shitting me?" And people, mm. I'm, I guarantee you, people were mad about that. I guarantee you. Oh yeah, people were. People absolutely were. And then, like my my friend Neefsy basically said that I re- he reckons that he'll pull a similar situation where everyone's outraged that he's been cast. Like everyone was outraged that Heath Ledger was cast, and then he does a killer performance, and then everyone pretends that they never said it in the first place. Oh, for sure. No one, no one likes to to own up to their theories and 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 their presumptions. No, you know, it's it's no fun to be wrong. Everyone just likes to be right, and if you're wrong, it never happened. I was never wrong. What are you talking about? I was like, I Twilight. think he'll be great. I know. I joked. Yeah, sure. I retweeted the article where they rumored that he was going to be it, and I said, "Cedric, please," because <laughs> he plays Cedric in Harry Potter. I haven't seen him in a lot of movies, but mm. the ones I have, I think he's a good actor. He doesn't like gonna, Twilight. I think he's going to do. He it. hates Twilight. He he right. he very clearly in interviews wishes he was somewhere else doing something else, and that he regrets it. But he, it's his only break, and that's why he's doing it. I think he needs this. I think he'll do really fucking well. As well as mm-hmm. the way his like cheekbone meets his like jowls and chin. It's very reminiscent of one of the cartoon Batman that has a mask that covers that area. And I'm like, I even Comic said book jawlines like, are man, they're, yeah. they're one of a kind. I think he'll be, I think he'll be great. And I hope that it's a good director. And I hope that like, it, it, it sounds like the Joker movie happens in like the seventies or something. Uh, maybe it's not. And then mm-hmm. it sounds like this Batman story is going to take place in the 90s. And I'm like, if they could set it up so that Joker ends up with this Batman, I could see that being really good. I could see that being really great. And just oh, forget yeah. everything else. I keep saying, like, I, I love the Marvel Universe. I, mm-hmm. I think it's doing really well. There's, like, missteps here and there. And there are things that they sure. didn't do great. Like, little moments, little movies that they should have really thought about a bit more. But generally speaking, they're doing something fucking incredible. And DC have tried to follow in their footsteps and do their own thing, and it hadn't worked. Because the Batman vs. Superman movie, and the Man of Steel movie, and just generally Zack Snyder, hasn't worked well together. I think, unfortunately, they're not doing a Flash movie in the foreseeable future, because the project keeps falling apart. But if they could get a Flash movie down, and do it well so that it's the flash and he goes through time and in the dc comment flashpoint when he goes through time it doesn't just mess up where he's gone and the things he's changed it treats it Mm -hmm. like he keeps punching a hole in time and it ripples out and it just changes things surrounding those time areas and things there's a lot you can do with that so even though like cool if handled correctly even though he travels in time to when he was young, he inadvertently affects Bruce Wayne's life when he was young, and you get a different Batman. You get a Batman that's his dad instead of himself, because Bruce Wayne dies. This is kind of spoilers for the Flashpoint, like, comic, but honestly, it's been out for so long, I don't feel bad about it. Um, Uh, One of the biggest Instagram memes of all time is Batman saying, my parents are dead. We, you know. Yeah. So, like... In the, in the Flashpoint universe, when he goes back in time just to save his mum from being murdered, um, he inadvertently just punches a hole in time and it ripples out and it affects things that before he was born, after he was born, it affects like so much. And one of the biggest things is a Batman that is not Bruce Wayne, but his father. And that would be cool if you could, if you could do a, a, a Flashpoint movie where you go back in time and he realizes that he's messed up massively and he tries his best to put it right even though that means letting his mother die and when he gets back so he leaves how the dc universe currently is with ben affleck and uh henry cavill and when he gets Mm -hmm. back it's different people and he realizes that he's done this and that's, oh, that that way, cool. the the beginning of this Flashpoint movie can be like really wholesome, 
uh, super friends with Barry Allen, just like being people being these mm-hmm. these superheroes that we haven't necessarily liked their movies, but being mentors to Barry Allen because he's young and he's clearly like incredibly powerful, and you know he's emotional because he has no mum and his dad's in jail, and Superman and Batman just trying their best to like be there for him. And even though it doesn't work because he goes back in time, he he caves in on this impulse to try and change time. And then you get, like, the best versions, the most wholesome versions of Batman and Superman caring for him. And when he comes back, he realises he's made a mistake. So you get to see actors say goodbye in a way and do their final performances and get to introduce new actors they need an out and i think something like that would be unfortunately would be that's not the way sort of the business works a little bit you know yeah. yeah i know and like I these know. it looks like the flash actor ezra miller is out and it looks like the cyborg actor might be out and ben affleck is super out and henry cavill's gone he's he's making the they witcher just, series on netflix the, you know the dc they just need to okay it's like Okay, we're not Marvel. We're just not. We don't yeah. need to just have this gigantic universe and tie everything together. I know it makes them a lot of money, but mm. that's their thing that but they like, have done successfully. Wonder Woman just and be themselves. Aquaman and Shazam are really good movies. I know Aquaman's like more probably the more middling, but like it's really fun. Like if you just give yeah. it the chance of a movie that's trying to tell you that there's a civilization underwater and just see it for something that it is instead of like the ocean is cool. Yeah. It is undeniably really cool as a setting, especially. There's there's something oh, yeah. there. So what you, do it right. What you can do with the Flashpoint movie is that you can effectively go back in time, witness how him going back in time has fucked everything, then him come back forward in time, keep the parts of the universe that are currently working, like Shazam, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and simply explain that like by doing this, he's inadvertently changed the Superman and Batman in the universe. And you can throw in, like, other characters as well. You can throw in Nightwing, and just... It's just suddenly been a case of where there is this Batman that's raised a Nightwing, and a, a Robin that's still alive. I don't know. It's there's an idea. But, like, there's something there, and it would... It's very difficult to pull off, is, is the truth. Well, sure. like, to have a yeah. movie with the intention of changing cast but like you could do it and it could be not hurtful and it could be very respectful of the character take a page out of doctor who's book in terms of that yeah there's there are ways to do it gracefully it's fine i think we should bring some clothes (laughs) uh i think we've been recording over an hour oh yeah i don't know how, how long but i think we've done pretty well for our first ever podcast the yeah. super salty podcast. I don't think mm-hmm. we've been that salty. No. I mean, we did call the gameplay. I did call the gameplay of uh, Death Stranding potentially boring looking. I'm so mad about video games. And Is I that did. What y'all wanted to I know? did shit on the DC universe. I'm a dirty Marvel fanboy. Yeah, DC universe stands for d- d- Dick Cock. <laughs> dick Cock. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's. <laughs> It's insulting and redundant. That's what I think about your comment. Okay, so I guess... I guess it's good to note to end on, I think. We should sign out and probably hit them with the socials. So my Absolutely. YouTube channel is Ninor, like a siren. N-E-E-N-A-W, my Twitter, Mr. Ninor, M-R-N-E-E-N-A-W. I got Instagram too. I sometimes tinker with the Instagram, you know, trying to keep keep down with the kids. Is that the yeah, I don't know. right. Uh, my Instagram is Neenor, N-E-E-N-A-W. Um, all this will be in the description. Max, tell them who you are and what you do and things. Yeah, dude. Um, uh, my Twitter and Instagram are both Thunder Smell, which is it's better than it, what it used to be, and it's not impossible to remember. It's one word. Uh, used to make YouTube videos, but now I'm washed up. I still want to do it, but like I said, washed up. Can't do it. Will do it, maybe, possibly. I stream yeah, sometimes I'm, on, on uh, you know, I'm Thundersmell on Twitch as well. I stream sometimes. That's m- what you're most likely to see me doing these days. Uh, I work a full-time job, so I'm in, I'm in my late 20s now. That's how, yeah. how shit goes. I'm, um, I am, have a bit more free time because I'm doing a master's, and I th- believe 
that I will try and do some game development stuff on my YouTube channel. I have oh, that's gonna be fun. Quite a lot of videos, stuff out properly. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna like talk about how I've been making games and been learning to make games and how we are trying to make a game, and I've been working on a game, and I want to do it in a sense that like I'm not trying to teach you how to code, but I am able to show you and talk you through game design and the decisions I'm making with my game and potentially what it's like to try and create something that is difficult and a bit emotionally hard like it's the truth is creating takes is taking something out of you and putting it out into the world and it's a difficult process that's wholesome i think yeah absolutely let's end it there but you put the cap on the mount on the sodi pop okay with that keep it salty yeah of course i'm dabbing Ah, shit. I'm going to go ahead and do that, too. And uh, just in case they can hear it. We're ending on a dab. The air current around my my parallel arms right now. Bye. Uh, Goodbye. Fucking nailed it.